Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, 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 Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose. With me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide, and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Baby. Tonight, we're going to talk about what it means to feel threatened. You like my little theme song introduction? <laughs> I'm going to try to get that going for you every now and then when I'm sitting here in the casa chilling and have a minute to, to push it out there for you. So tonight, we're going to talk about what does it mean to feel threatened. And the reason I thought about that is I was at an IEP meeting for one of my kiddos this morning. And... Um, one of the teachers that he feels particularly challenged by came in a little bit late and uh, we were talking. And so finally I started, I started talking about the kid's stress reaction and how he turtles and he feels threatened and how over a period of time with, with repetition, both he feels threatened of the teacher and the teacher feels threatened of him. And the teacher was pretty quick. It's a male teacher. It was pretty quick. This is not uncommon. It's actually very common to say, oh, I don't feel threatened by him at all. Oh, contraire, mon frere. Hello, Mimi. And so uh, I went ahead and let him hold that space for a little bit. And as he was, you know, talking about what he needed to say, and I said, so because then he went on to, to reveal the magic, which almost all teachers do. And the magic is when they say, well, I have 37 other kids I have to be responsible for. That's like the greatest emotional invitation ever because you know there are not 37 children who have IEP plans. So it's that one or maybe two who need, really need the attention the most and who the teacher usually struggles with the most. And so I said, so what happens is that when you guys have enough negative interactions, he becomes, he starts to see you as a threat. So when he comes into the classroom, he's already feeling stressed. And when you see him, because you have had this experience that he has these challenges, what you start to be concerned about is the impact on the other 37 kids, not learning, him not learning, him not passing, passing his exams, yada, yada. And I said, that's where the threat comes because that creates stress for you as a teacher because of your concern. And then he was like, you could see the light bulb come on for a minute. He went, oh. So that's the truth. So a lot of times when we start talking about stress and fear, number one, when we say stress, a lot of times we don't, you know, most people don't think of themselves as being stressed. And so it's a, it's a great perspective and framework for you to begin having that stress doesn't mean, oh my God, my hair's sticking on end and I'm, you know, I'm like losing my mind and I'm freaking out. Stress is any sensory experience that knocks your body out of balance for any amount of time. If I'm in a warm house and I go outside into the cold, I immediately move into stress. It is an experience that your cellular, your cellular system has. You can experience stress. Now this is important because if you can be stressed, you can also feel threatened because your amygdala has to perceive the stimulation, the stimulus as a threat to turn into, to turn on and go into action. So the cold weather going from warm to cold is all of a sudden a threat. Loud noises 
or smell something that smells good or smells bad or something you see. I went over to another family's home and teenage daughter and teenage son are making cookies. Well, I see the cookies being made. I'm like, oh yeah, baby. So that's stress, but it's stress in a positive way. So you can experience a stressful event through anything you see, you hear, you smell, you touch, you taste, the temperature of your body, digestion, movement, listen to this one, and intuit. Anything you intuit, anything that triggers your intuition, which is your gut sensory experience. It's the sensory experience that says, mm, not a good person. Mm, I like this person. Mm, don't go that go. Don't go that way. Go this way. Oh, don't eat that. I told you not to eat that. See, intuition. Nine sensory pathways. Any of those sensory pathways can create a high enough level of stress that you move into fear. That goes right back to threat. It goes right back to stress and fear and threat and stress and fear and threat. In order for your brain to turn on and release stress hormones, you have to be threatened by something. That doesn't mean you're a chump. It doesn't mean that you're scared. It doesn't mean that you're a wuss. It just means that that's the way the brain helps you to survive in the world. So any stressful experience can move you into stress and threat and stress and fear. It's just a little feedback loop in your brain. Stress and threat and fear, stress and threat and fear. And that is what drives behavior. And so when I helped the teacher, he said, well, I don't know what else to do when he's, oh, the other thing he said is, because I said, when he's stressed, he's turtling and you're perceiving it as defiance when it's not, it's actually a trauma-based reaction. He said, well, I know the difference between him turtling down, as you say, and him yelling and, and talking back to me in my face. He said, I know that those are two different things. And actually, they're not two different things. They're actually one and the same. They're both defensive mechanisms. They're both survival mechanisms. And he said himself, they get into a control battle. And he said, I don't know what else to do to get him to stop or to do his work, which that doesn't work. But see, in a state of stress, when our thinking is confused and distorted and our short-term memory is suppressed, we don't remember those things anyway. So we, doesn't ever, we don't remember that it didn't work the last time. So when it comes up again, we do the same thing again. That's doing the same thing and expecting a different result. That's the definition of insanity. At the root of insanity is stress and fear. And so I said to him, because I could, I could sense his, hey, John, I could sense his helplessness. I said, the next time he's he's like mouthing off to you or the next time he's turtled down, just say, hey, bud, we're good. We're okay. You're going to be all right and turn around and move away. Because when you do that, you remove the threat. And when you remove the threat, his brain can calm down. And then he'll be able to, most instances, not always, He'll be able to melt into doing that thing he was being asked to do because he doesn't want to be in that state of survival anyway. He wants to be in a state of openness, in a state of relationship, in a state of love, in a state of peace. That's what we all want to be in. Hang on. Wait a minute. Uh-oh.
try to well, hang on. Let's see. I'm gonna have to work out my uh, have to work out my my sound system here. So see, as I start winding down, the music starts coming on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. So I hope that's helpful. Remember what Annalise say. Annalisa says, I took your advice of not fearing my daughter running, and she hasn't done it since. <laughs> Thank you for helping. That's awesome, Annalisa. Annalisa, good for you for having courage, sister. Sometimes it's just courage. And what keeps us between being stuck in our fear versus moving into love, moving through our fear into love, it's just courage. Courage is not the absence of fear. It's the ability to move forward in its midst. So it's just having courage. Remember, guys, in any given situation, we always have two choices. You can continue to react from your same blueprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm, or you can stop, slow down, breathe with me. Take three to ten deep breaths and choose love. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. Happy freaking fabulous Friday, baby. Let's pump up the jam a little bit. Yeah. All right, have a great weekend. If you're loving what Big Papa's laying down, please share with your friends and your family and everyone that you know so we can spread this love-based message. God bless you guys. We'll see you on Monday.